Hey oh, it is Eric Hatch with the Hatching Leaders Podcast. This is podcast number six. Whew, we're coming in hot for this one, talking about a pyramid of life's priorities. If your pyramid's out of whack, you can't build anything great. But if you get your pyramid in order, you have some magnificent things waiting for you. So find out those insights today, figure out what your pyramid, I believe, should look like. And when you get intentional and consistent with this pyramid of priorities, watch out. Big things are coming your way, including you being your best self. Podcast number six is underway. Last week, I spoke at one of the local colleges in town, Concordia College, uh, and I got to talk about faith and entrepreneurship, two of my favorite topics. At the end, after an hour-long presentation, uh, this young gentleman, who I actually knew, uh, he raised his hand and he asked me about self-care. It was really interesting because it's not a topic of conversation I expected to hear from a 23-year-old. It's not a topic of conversation that I expected to hear from a man, and yet Maybe that's judgmental of me. Like, and I can own that. I'm cool with that to understand that that's not where I would expect that conversation to first come from. And yet it is at the epicenter of my heart is that idea of self-care. Self-care is an interesting thing. I, growing up now, uh, I, I don't remember family ever talking about self-care. And I don't remember in school people talking about, well, maybe you could just, you know, have a day for yourself. Like that was just skipping class, wasn't it? Uh, self-care is so interesting. And yet here it is now at the center of how we function. And it should be. I've written out this pyramid of priorities. I hope you take some notes on this because I think it's an important thing to draw out. I want you to draw out a pyramid. Fill up the whole page or if it's a post-it note, well... Fill up the whole post-it note, either way, uh, and make a big pyramid. And there's going to be four total sections. We're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. The base of the pyramid, I put three things on it. This is, this is my pyramid of life priorities, the pyramid of things that I think matter the most in order of this. And at the base of the pyramid, I'm going to put self. Followed by that is God and family, all on the same level. So your base of the pyramid, the bottom section, the biggest piece is God, family, and self. I think this is where most of our time should go. Now, I'm a real estate and business coach, and I get to talk to people every week about helping their business grow to the next level. And wouldn't you know it, as I'm trying to help people grow and I'm calling them out on some blind spots, this is the place that almost everybody fails. I want to start with self. Self is a really interesting piece because I think that quite often we're interested in serving other people. In fact, my book that I wrote called Play for the Person Next to You is a guide to servant leadership. That means serving others. I also will be so bold to go on to say that one of the most self-serving things that you can do is to serve others. It is a selfish thing to be selfless. And yet that's not what I'm getting at here. I'm not talking about taking care of other people. I am talking about taking care of you. The things you consume from TV to books to radio to the visual surroundings that you're at to the food you put in your body to the energy you exert. Oh. Self-care matters. Literally an hour ago, I was having a conversation with one of my team members. His name is Cody. 
Cody is absurdly talented. And I asked him because I, we have these new pressures in his world. One of his team members uh, resigned recently. And so now they're down two people uh, in, in their squad. And he's also running around uh, trying to build up being a great leader while being a producer and all these other things. And we have all these tasks that are on him. And I'm like, dude, how's your self-care? And he's like, you know, it's not where it should be. And so we started naming it and we, we went through and I said, what does your exercise look like? What does your diet look like? Because those are the most literal things. But then it's as important as what is your mirror saying to you? And what are those things and those thoughts in your head that you are feeding? Those negative thoughts, those things of doubt, that chaos that we tend to create in our own ecosystems. Cody was unintentionally self-sabotaging. Not because he was trying to... Uh, Not because he was trying to throw himself under the bus. It was anything but. It's because he was squeezing so tight that he ended up, I I think, inhibiting himself from really being who he was designed to be. So we talked about some things we could do. We talked about, there's a book called uh, Make Your Bed. And it's the idea that when you get up, the first thing you do is you make your bed so you're actually accomplishing something. It's like checking a box where you feel like you're getting somewhere. So we talked about those things and little things that he could do around the house. Like when you get home, don't just unwind, even though that's what you want to do. Like do the dishes, put your stuff away and that stuff won't eat at you like a little mosquito buzzing around. It's something that's small, but it ends up being a really big thing. And that's what self-care is about. You have to be able to take care of yourself if you want to do anything exceptional in this world, period. Now, the second piece on the base of the pyramid here is God. I am not here to preach to you, but I'm also not going to hide what I believe makes me shine. And my relationship with my Savior is of the utmost of importance. It is irresponsible of me if I go to church for one Sunday a month and the rest of my hours are spent away from that relationship with my Creator. The best possible way to do this is to infuse into everything I am and everything I do, my faith. It's imperative. It's so important to do. And so to think of my job not as uh, being a coach or a realtor, my job is to be a a minister and a doer of good and and a, a serving of other people and myself and to spend time in the word and to listen to podcasts and do all these book readings and everything else. I can't over, overemphasize how important this is. The third piece of the base of your pyramid is your family. I think I hear all the time people say, I'm doing things for my family, but then they're, they're never there for their family. Think about that. Uh, and I've been guilty of that too. I've said, I'm building these things for my family, but frankly, I'm building it because it makes me feel alive, not because it makes them feel alive. My family wants my presence. Not my presence that I can buy, but my presence that I provide with being around. And not just a distracted presence, but instead an invested time in them and with them. And frankly, that's what I want too. It's not just what they want from me. So here's the opportunity. The opportunity is if family is going to be at the base of our pyramid, it has to show up on your schedule. Those coaching clients that I have don't necessarily uh, have their priorities in order because I know I don't have my priorities in order all the time. Your family 
your God, and your self-care need to show up first on your calendar and everything else gets scheduled around that. I promise you, if you set the parameters with the people that you work with that these are the most important things for you and so you have protected time, those clients and those team members will respect that of you. In fact, I think it's a better law of attraction if you have boundaries. I watch in these Facebook groups all the time of realtors talking about how they're just, they're working 24 hours a day and they're always on call. And that is stupid. We won't be successful because we're readily available. We'll be successful because we're great at those things we are committed to. And that has to start with God, family, and self. I think I've beat that horse dead enough. So let's move on. The next piece of the pyramid as you're writing this down on your paper, God, family, and self is at the bottom. The next section is your team. Anybody who is working with a coworker or hundreds of coworkers needs to put this as their next priority. And that doesn't matter if you are the top of the totem pole, the bottom of the totem pole, or anywhere in between. I believe it is our task and our responsibility to care for those that we are most approximate to. To have a fantastic foundation and relationship built with them. To be in such close quarters means that we have to invest our time into these team members. A couple of years ago, I had a realtor friend of mine ask me to go out to lunch. And when he said free food, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm totally in. And so I went out to lunch with him and he told me, you know what? This was in January. He said, Eric, this is the year I'm finally going to put my clients first. And I sat there thinking, dude, that is the wrong idea. Putting your clients first means that your clients get more of you than your team. I don't even think he was talking about God, family, and self. He was talking about putting his clients first, which sounds like a great idea. Or we hear the adage that the client is always right. And I want to tell you, I think that's a bunch of baloney. I think that it is our job to serve our team and to stand by them, to defend them. It doesn't mean we don't listen to the complaints of our clients, but we have to always side with those we are most approximate to. And if you can't side with that person because you don't trust them or you think that they're mischievous or deceitful, you have an obligation and an opportunity to help protect your culture. Especially if you're the boss or CEO is if you can't put your team first, you don't have a team. You're you're either way out of whack with your priorities or you don't believe in your team and you're terrible at hiring. Either way you spin it, it's on you and it's not on them. There's a lot of personal accountability that comes with this. And if you're looking at this priority of how to build your life, your team needs to come after God, family, and self. Now, the third tier in this is you're building your pyramid. So we are almost at the top here. The third tier, God, family, self at the bottom, team in the the second slot. The third is your clients. We, of course, have to be conscious of how we're serving our clients and what we're doing to, to invest in them and what we're doing to try to capitalize on the financial opportunities that are out there as we gain more clients and serve our people exceedingly well. Of course, we need to take great care of our clients, but I promise you this is if you take great care of yourself, even if you don't have a team, if you take great care of yourself and your family, your clients will reap the benefits of that. 
And if you take great care of yourself and your family and your team, your clients will reap the benefits of it. And it's not just on you. You've now created an ecosystem where everybody is dancing to the same jig and singing the same tune, and you're all serving at an exceedingly high level for your clients. That creates a repeatable, duplicatable system where business will find you instead of you chasing business. Because if you're so unbelievably great to people, it's coming your way. Now, the top of the pyramid, the final thing I want you to write down for now is the word community. I believe that we have a responsibility to our community. I don't think there's such things as self-made men and women. I think that it is our community and our environment that has lifted us up and supported us. We can talk about tithes all we want, but what about a tithe of time? What about investing in people to help them grow? Because man... Had people not taken the time to help me, I have no idea where I would be right now. And instead of paying them back, I'm choosing to pay it forward. And that's what community is about, is paying it forward, is investing in those people around you and the environment that helped to create you so that the next person has a chance. At least a hand up, right? This community piece is a special one because if you can build your pyramid and it's sturdy on all levels... You get to serve with your family and your team and your clients, your community. Look at the pyramid right now that you wrote down. If you serve your family well, and if you serve your God well, doesn't that serve your team well? And if you serve those aforementioned well, and then you serve your team well, doesn't that serve your clients well? And if you serve your clients and your team and your God and your family well and yourself, doesn't that mean you're serving your community well? And it all intertwines together. And you're not standing alone as the only person doing good in this world. And instead, you've created a chain of awesomeness that's happening. But here's how it works. Here's how to crack the code on this. There's two key words for you. Probably write these down too. The words intentional and consistent. Being intentional means that you have your priorities in order and you know what you're going to do. If you go to the gym, you can't go to the gym and just randomly work out and expect to get the results that you want. If you're intentional on running a marathon, you know what you have to do. The cross training you should be doing, the running, the road miles you should be getting, the things you should be eating. You have to be intentional with the goal in mind. When you're intentional on it, and if you're going to be a marathon runner, by the way, I had a chance to run a marathon almost 20 years ago, and it is crazy and stupid and audacious and so hard, but everything in my life had to change. I had to make the choice to be intentional with all the things I was doing, the people I was surrounding myself with when I was waking up, when I was going to bed and everything else. I was clear on my destination and clear on the goal that I had in mind, and that was I was to be a marathon runner. Turns out I wasn't a marathon runner. I was somebody who ran a marathon. That's like saying, Eric, are you a golfer? I'm a guy who golfs a lot, but I'm not a golfer, right? There's, uh, it's the same thing, but it's totally different, right? And so if you're intentional on who you're going to be and who you need to become, you have to be consistent with your choices, Consistent with your diet, consistent with your exercise, consistent with your rest, consistent with your routine. And if you want to be serious about the priorities you have in your life, you need to be consistent with your family. 
Not like the deadbeat dad who shows up every once in a while and tries to buy their way or spend a couple of days to make up for lost time. If you want to be consistent with your God, you can't go to church on a Sunday morning and not have anything else show up for the next uh, seven days until you do it again. If you want to be consistent and intentional with your self-care, you can't just read one book and stop. It is habitual, it is ritualistic, and it is routinized. If you're intentional and consistent with your team, you can't just do an annual review and expect them to get better. And instead, accountability shows up and you are there consistently as an accountability buddy. By the way, my patent is pending for that word, accountability buddy. If you're going to be intentional and consistent with your clients, that means you have to deliver a level of service that is always exceptional. The moment you drop down just a notch, that becomes the new expectation. And if people expect mediocre, they will not refer you and they will not use you again. And finally, you need to be intentional and consistent with your community, finding a way to serve, finding a way to love, finding a way to do good. And so here's the challenge I put out before you as we look to wrap here. Is this priority pyramid what you agree with? Because if it is, you need to go to your schedule right now and schedule these things out. Your team should get more of you than your clients. And you and your family and your God should get more of you than your team. And find a way to serve your community together. But literally go to your schedule and challenge yourself for one week and put these priorities in order. Report back to me. Let me know how it goes because I'm very curious if your life can be as shaken up in the best sort of ways as mine has. So gang, if you're going to get serious about this, I want you to go to hatchingleaders.com, follow along, sign up if you haven't done so yet, and we'll keep putting out great content for you. Let's keep our priorities in order. And those priorities, of course, are God, family, self, followed by team, clients, then community in that order. So friends, hatchingleaders.com is the podcast and the website. It's all cleverly named. I put my name on everything and I want to put not my name on your future, but I want you to put your name on your future. It looks pretty bright when you choose to do so.